Hello and welcome to another edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. This podcast is proudly provided by Axon, helping dealers move more iron for almost 100 years. Find out more at axontire.com. Axon was started almost 100 years ago out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. It's that same passion that drives them today. With a vision for a better experience for both farmer and dealer, they set out to create a better way to move more iron. When you partner with Axon, you get immediate access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. Axon carries all major brands and sizes of tires, wheels, and tracks. From custom colors and sizes to fully customized wheels, you can have the solution for virtually any problem today's farmer is trying to solve. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 223. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Also, if you're looking for a great place to help your salespeople generate more sales, keep track of their customers, and do deals faster and easier, check out Arrow at heyarrow.com. This week, I've got Aaron Finlow back here with me, and he's the, well, I guess you're like the unofficial official kind of like the final final you like, i i you work like, best in the unofficial official you do you're kind of like when you're at the bar you're like this is the final 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 and then i'm gonna go home right that's that's kind of what you are you're the guy that just you know what we'll just keep having them back because it's so good yeah you know i mean just and uh, one more what's one more dude what's one you know? more what's one more exactly just uh, casting pods man <laughs> that's right and see what we catch right all right um Aaron and I have kind of been doing a, a quasi unofficial series on what we think is going to happen in 22 with the way delivery boards are shaping up and what that might look like. So we thought we might expand that a little bit and talk a little bit more in depth on a few different platforms. So over the next four podcasts, we're going to kind of break that down as to what we see happening. You're, 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 you're getting what you pay for here. So the information that comes across here is just our, our opinion Solely our opinion. We have no other way of knowing anything other than this, other than what we see happening and unfolding in the landscape. So that is my disclaimer for uh, for these podcasts. So, however, if you would like to pay, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah. If you want to send a check to, it'd be great. I but, have Venmo. I have <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> but anyway, and I will take a check. <laughs> we will. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to start. First, we're going to talk about. Now, I think to me this is probably the one piece of equipment that I think is going to stand out the most in 2022 as to what the ripple effects will look like across the marketplace more than anything, and I think that's planters, right? It's the most important piece of machinery on the farm. Right, it is. Now, I by no means think that there aren't going to be any planters that show up during planting season because that's just just a complete farce. But I think there will be a percentage of, of planters that just don't flat make it in time. They might make it in time, but it's like we got two weeks left to finish our planning, so we're gonna. I'm not unhooking what I got now to hook up to a new planter and and fight the bugs for another two weeks. I'm just gonna finish out with what I got, and then I'm gonna leave this planter here, and we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do with the next thing. I think there'll be another percentage of planters that just show up 
in June. You know what I mean? So what's that percentage to me look like? I think that's somewhere between 8 to 12% of the overall planters that get, that get, that get sold and are going to get delivered out to the, to the customer's place to me. There could be that range of machines that show up. You're saying of planters sold. Of sold, yeah, that are supposed to be delivered in the spring. Over 80% are not going to show. No, 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 no. So you're saying only eight to twelve won't get here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would quadruple that number. Quadruple that? You think? So you're thinking somewhere between thirty-six and twenty-four percent? I think we are in such a big crap show. <laughs> no e this week. That's nice. Yeah. There we're in. We're in such a gigantic supply problem. Right. Not just green and yellow. Not just ag. It's right. the entire globe. Right. There are lots of dealers whose half of their planters are probably going to get their mayor later. later. Normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And much of the world, your planter shows in May, it's a next year planter. Right. Much. Right. Much, much, much. So, that being the case, I think that you could fit 50s a little bit carried away, but... I think you could be into the upper 30s of percentages of maybe even the 40s. 22 model planters that won't plant in 22. That's a big number, man. It's a big problem, Casey. Yeah. I don't that, that, and like the disclosure. That's my personal feeling. Right. I also spend so much time answering calls, and yep, you sure can put your name on it, and you can have it in June. Yep, yep, it's available. You don't have to pay for it now, but you can put your name on it now. Right. All day, every day. So that probably clouds me a little bit. Right. To the heavy side, but it, it I was of the used equipment people in the world. I was probably the one with blinders on the most as far, or not not blinders, but optimistic. Mm-hmm. I am I'm incredibly overly optimistic all the time. Until the switch goes off and then there's no optimism in my soul. Okay. <laughs> like, do you have a good week? No, the world is ending. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think I, I and it's that optimism. I was like, "Oh, they'll get it fixed. They'll bring you know. They'll ramp up production. We'll get through this. It'll be like a year." And people way smarter than me are like, "A year to decide if it's two or three years," which is where we're at. Right. That that awakened me is what I is what I'm trying to say. That the worse the supply issue gets, the longer it lasts. That optimism of mine. <laughs> is gone. (laughs) Now you hunker in and you just become part of the party. I think to some extent I would agree with that a little bit. My, my drawback is I think if you look at the overall supply chain issues and what's there now, yes, there are supply chain issues. Yes, there's labor issues. All those things are, are taking hold if there are labor issues to get a damn coffee, man. Well, I sure, I sure. Let alone skilled people who right. know what they're doing. Right. I think where no I, offense to baristas. Yeah, the baristas, man. You gotta. What can I start for you? Yeah. Uh, they had a 
black Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave, we're out. <laughs> that that puts a pretty big wrinkle in in used equipment if that gets to that ex- at that extreme, right? So the other part of that that you got to and that extreme. Uh, isn't way over there on the map. If you look on the horizon, oh, it's right there. You can see the fence. It's a town over. <laughs> yeah, it's right you there. Know, yeah, it's just funny. You, know, you can see their water tower and their elevator from exactly. there. Yeah. So, I think for me, uh, where I, let's just run with that for a minute. Okay, let's just say, for example, worst case scenario, Aaron Finnell's right. Woo! <laughs> There's thirty percent of the planters don't show up. Right. In time, they show up, but not in time. Right. right? Now. What does that mean for used equipment? Now, there's a there's a lot of from the guy that owns it perspective. You got you have two choices, right? You have, I mean, I guess you have three choices. One, you can say I just don't want it, right? You could say, all right, cool, I want I want to trade it back in, right? Or I'm gonna you know my neighbor wants it or whatever, or I'm going to run that planner, right? I'm like that's my next year's planner, you know, whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and run it. Now there's a lot of things that come into that whole scenario. Like, okay, cool. So you can go run it one more year. Now you got a two-year-old planter with one year's worth of acres on it. Really, not that bad of a deal. It's a pretty good mix, especially in the situation that we're in. It's almost like you didn't even run it, right? The other guy could be like, well, if I know mine's going to be late now, why would I? Why would I just trade it in? get my new 23 to show up because it should show up on time right if everything is like it's supposed to be right right? the 23 should show up on time so now i'm going to take mine and i'm going to trade it in or whatever else you now have this gap the new 22 on the 23 in time right okay yep Yep. so now now you've kind of got this gap in time where you're going to sit back and start seeing well i'll just buy that one over there because it's it's as new to me as the 23 is going to be right so instead of me paying twenty three price, I'm gonna pay twenty two price, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. What does that do? How does that start playing into buying decision? Because because realistically, I mean, if you whatever, I mean, say this plant over here is two hundred twenty five thousand bucks, and the, the twenty three is going to be two hundred thirty five thousand bucks, or two hundred forty thousand bucks, or whatever the number is. If you're doing it for tax reasons. I mean, the the account says you got to spend a hundred thousand bucks. So you go buy a new planner, fully depreciate that out in the first year, second year, however your depreciation schedule works, or make your hundred thousand dollar down payment or whatever it is that you're doing. Six one half dozen another it doesn't really matter to you one right. way or the other, right? You still have new under warranty. That's yeah. the other thing too, though, on a planner. Settlement date, settlement date, and warranties, and everything else that start playing into that, right? So just because you... But, you know. okay, let's look at it this way, yeah. okay, from, from Disaster World. Your planner gets here, we'll even squeak it early, April 20th. Okay. East of here, south of here, they're done. Pockets north of here are done. Right. But in our little deep freeze that we live in, they're not. Right. April 20th, the only thing in the ground, if anything, is heat. Right. Now, back to I or the hired man or whoever spent March, all of March, getting this thing ready to go because mine ain't coming. I am not going to unhook once it's hooked. I'm exactly. not. Right. 
So, great. Hate to do this to you, dealer. I'll be in June 10th. We'll get paperwork done. We'll settle up, blah, blah, blah. No warranty issue. Because next season, he's under warranty. Till June 1st. June oh, 10th, yeah. whenever he comes in. Yeah, so you yeah. you handle the warranty part right. by that. Problem is, the dealer, we don't like this, have to sit on it, and the clock's ticking. Well, I think the bigger, the bigger thing there is not so much that part of it is, all right, cool, I'll get my new planner in, and Aaron... You're want you're gonna buy my used one. Well, I'm not gonna hook my used one right now for your. So what are you doing? Right. That and that that is by far the bigger problem. That's the biggest. It's not issue. what does the first guy do with his new planner that's sitting there. Yeah. Most likely, trade one, two, three are sold. But if he knows, there, like like with with planner timing issues we currently have, we know. Right now, the new planner is going to be late April, early May, just point blank. You can have it in June. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is. So trade two, trade three, trade four, those guys all know that. Right. They're all going to have to run. Or they've said, I don't want to wait. I'll find something else. Right. So you either, as a dealer, you either lost that guy or everybody's waiting and in June, hold on to your hat because you're going to be paperwork city. Huh. That's your options. One one of those two things most likely huh. has transpired. So how many guys take that planner that they're not going to unhook from because <clears throat> they started with it? Right. You know what? I have another tractor sitting over here that will pull the same planner again. So I'm not going to hook from the one that you have sold to your customer, but I am going to hook on to the one that you just dropped off. And I'm going to plant with two planners this year. No. Right. Because as a dealer, uh-huh. as soon as you take that new one, that's my used one. That's not a discussion. Okay. Unless if his is not sold, something could maybe be ironed out there. Mm-hmm. But from the sense of, oh, I'm going to run both of mine, you can't because yours is sold. Right. No, I think that's, no, that's a good point. So I think, okay, so now... Ripple effects. Okay, so yep. now we're going to talk about what the, what does this? I've cast the stone into the pond. I'm going to watch the ripples go across it. Right. So now I'm sitting there looking at this thing, and I'm thinking about it from from a, a perspective of um, just the natural movement of used equipment. What that looks like. Okay. So now I've got a bunch of really late model, no hour stuff sitting out there right now the one thing about a planner that i will say that is probably more captivating than um than anything else is that from that perspective you put four farmers in the same room and not one of them is running the same thing exactly you know, there might there might be 50 or 60 percent of it's the same but there's that that other 50 or 60 percent is what differentiates their their two by two or their in furrow or their this or one that guy is all know. factory one yeah. guy is all precision <laughs> right. one guy is all i want that one and that one and that one and that one and 15 different brands right. but it's what he wants right and then the other guy usually picks and chooses yeah. from them 
I want Groff this or Yetter. I mean, right. just, you know, all that kind of stuff, right. right? All those things start to play into consideration. So now you've kind of got that to kind of to contend with a little bit too. When when do you think we start seeing this this mold start to form? Like, when do you start seeing these guys being like, right, cool, I'm going to get three plant season, and this is my, this is what I'm going to do June, July, August. When do you think that starts to come to fruition? When do we think, to me, to me, I think it's January, January, February, because by then you will know what you're going to get and when. You'll know your dates for <laughs> sure. Right, whether, whether you're looking at, Whatever brand you got, right? By then, that day for sure they'll know. Within now, not to say stuff can get pushed out from there because we've seen that happen all oh, year. Yeah. But I mean, all year. But but that being said, by January, February, you're going to be, you know, well, I already know. No matter what happens, I'm going to get mine in time, or I no matter what happens, I'm going to get mine too late. Right. I think the jockeying for position on planners for the end user. <clears throat> and starting having those conversations with their dealer start, are going to start in February for the 2023 planner. Not not in your typical June, July, August time frame. I will throw a very important word into that. What's that? Should. They should start then. I think they will there. because this- I don't If you got a guy who has a new planner that's not even here, uh-huh. I doubt, and, unless he is... A fleet operator, right? The the bigs, the biggest of the bigs. Unless he is that, and he's on a schedule every year, every so many years, you know, blah blah blah. I could see that guy doing that. The average guy who bought a new planner or is flirting with multi-unit because of the bump in income, I don't see doing that. I think that. You will you will have to see that happen. And I think as a dealer, that's you, you better get the ball rolling then. But I think too many people have set on the. How many guys do you know that have been wanting to buy a tractor or a combine or whatever it is that have missed three or four different times because they were literally thirty seconds too late to get a hold of you. Literally, yeah. Or you know what? I walk into the store. I talked to you yesterday morning. I want to buy this thing. Came back tomorrow. I want to buy this combine. No, how many times do you think that's happened? Or they call at nine in the morning. And I'm going to talk to my, me and my brother are going to talk about this over lunch and call you this afternoon. He calls at four. It's old, man. Yeah. I mean, too many, that's so much stuff like that has happened. Right. That I think that not only will they obviously be talking to the dealer about this, but they're going to be talking to the neighbor that they know that has it. Right. You're getting a new plan this year? Great. What do you want for yours that you're running right now? You know? Which is a whole other ripple in there. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. So now it's just like. We're living that world right now oh, with sure. tractors and combines. Absolutely, yeah. How many damn tractors have we sold? Zero trades. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yep. My God, man. Constant. Well, yeah, I mean, just it's it's a crazy thing. So I think that that dynamic that we're talking about right there is a different dynamic than, than I think we're going to have happen. I think most guys, in most cases right now, if you're a used buyer of farm equipment, and you want to maintain being a used buyer of farm equipment, that those conversations are going to start January, February for what I'm buying it for 23 season. The you have used any, buyer. Used buyer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The used guy? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Not the new guy. The new guy is going to be like, EOP's open. I'm ready to okay. do whatever. I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. yeah. 
But there are some of those new guys. I mean, you got to have... I need to know right now, that way, at 12.01, June 1st, mm-hmm. your order's in. Right. Yeah, true. And I think that there's... That's that's just a whole whole other can of worms there. That mm-hmm. When you start thinking about that. Because if you really want to lock something in for your 2023 season... Well, didn't planner, like, didn't planner orders sell out in like two freaking days this year? Yeah, it was a couple It was weeks. like... Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah, but it was... It was something was like two days. I, I think it was... Uh, Sprayers? I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty quick. Something was literally like two days. Oh, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but I think there's uh, those those kind of of conversations are going to need to be had, especially oh, yeah. when it comes to planning. Because again, I think of all all the equipment that we have out there right now that has that has the biggest amount of you know the thing about a plan or two is it's not like it's a a tractor that's used. 24-7-365. Right. It's not like a combine that you use in the spring and in the fall. It's not like a, um, a sprayer that you do, you know, preseason burn down and, you know, your your fertilization throughout the year and, and then, you know, end of the year stuff that you're doing. All these different things that you have coming out. A planter is a 10, 20, 30-day window or whatever that is that you're using in a month. Right. Right? Right? You're not like you're – unless you have – 2019 all over again where guys are going to replant their their crop and you know to 70 day corn or something like that i mean it's one of those things where you have this brief amount of time and then it's you're you're hanging out you know kicking it in the barn with the with the rest of the machinery you've got to have those conversations are going to come a lot earlier this year because come hell or high water they're going to get a planner and they're going to make sure they're locking in their Right, their needs because again they've been shut down so many times. On this is the fifth tractor I've tried to buy, and I'm just I'm literally like two hours too late. Right, you know what I mean. So this is going to be one of those. I'm buying your planter in June, right? I want I want Aaron's planter in June, right? And you know because I know he's got his new one sitting over there. Great, I'm gonna take it in June. I hear you. That's what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, they it has to. Yep. It has to, or it's just going to continue on down the same path we're on where nobody is getting anything that they actually need right? slash want. Right. They're getting what's available. Right. That's true. That's no fun yeah. for us. That's no fun for them. That's no fun for anybody. Right. Except who got rid of the what's available. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but... I mean that's that's the world we're in. It it's just and you're right, there's guys that have had five chances, you know, and they're moving as quick as they personally can. Right. They're probably like oh let's think about it a week, we'll come in there, we'll go see them next Friday, you know, they're probably shrinking that down to like two hours. Right. And it's still missing the boat. Right. It's a deal, man. It is a weird Weird, like like I told you, like I've said on here before, I have spent more time unselling things in twenty one than selling right. things. Yep, yep. I think the other side of that too, the one the one outside thing too that I could see happening would be, um, all right, this customer's machine 
Planner came in too late. Um, he doesn't want it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, you know, uh, for us, you know, uh, you know, whoever, Minnesota, they're not playing yet. And that customer actually wanted to get a new one, but he couldn't do it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to jump down there and grab that one. Right. Takes a buyer out for the 23 season. New or used. No. Because he's going to have that, hypothetically, he'd have that planter in time to go plant the 22 crop. But he said he don't want it. The guy here. Right. But the guy in Minnesota does. Oh, Minnesota took out a 23 customer, not here. Right. Okay. This guy here right. got his planter, but it got here late. Right. The guy in Minnesota knows that, so he's going to call this guy. The guy here is just going to buy a 23. Right. Which Minnesota was also planning on, but hey, we got a 22. Right. That's kind of, to me, that's kind of six one, half a dozen the other. Uh-huh. Simply for the fact that he either got them this year or next year. Right. He's only going to buy it one of the two years, right. so what's the matter? Yep, no, agreed. So, Bird in the hand. <coughs> or two in the bush. Hey. Hey. <laughs> right on. Well, I think that's probably a good place to stop right here. I feel like there's a, a lot of stuff kind of working on here, but I think we probably have a lot to pay attention to going in through the end of the year and going into the first year. I think there's going to be a lot of movement there that we're not anticipating. Right. Plus, you got to keep this a little bit cliffhangery uh-huh. for the stay tuned next week as yep. we continue the series. As we continue the series. Like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> These are the lack of avail- <laughs> the lack of availability. <laughs> Alright, dude. Folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you got going on. What's the best way to do that? Uh, call or text. Text preferred usually. 308-760-1193. Or you can reach out to me on the Twitterverse, as a lot of folks do, at Aaron Fintail. Right on. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie9LLC. Also go to Movie9LLC.com for everything Movie9 related. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's go some iron, folks. Out. You want to have a meaningful competitive advantage to help sell more equipment. Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers. Axon has leveraged years of experience to create a streamlined process that gives you a proven path to help today's grower and sell more equipment. The roots of their organization go back almost 100 years to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. Supporting agriculture is the number one driver of Axon from product development through sales and service. To find more or become an Axon dealer, head over to axontire.com. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hard-working people working hard for you and me Moving higher time and time again Through the years you'll find us here